Hello everyone, it's Saturday, May 13th. Welcome to Pop Goes the Girls, where we, two sisters born a decade apart, take a foray through our respective journeys through pop culture. I'm Daisy Kosh. And I'm Chelsea Davidson. This episode is not sponsored by Ruffles, Sour Cream, and Onion Potato Chips. Instead, it's sponsored by Midol. Woohoo! I have already taken two. They probably sound like maracas, the <laughs> way you just shook them. Yes, that's very true. Uh, Midol does things to me. Midol, yes, not it, only does it rescue me from the depths of hell, but it also provides me with a buzz that I cannot explain. So, I float so to say, to like say the least, you're not one for holistic I meds. You're, like you're, you are far into the Western medic- oh, medicine. Yes, give me How? the pharmacy in my purse. Exactly, it's Chelsea's motto. <laughs> I, I don't take much, but when I do take it, I take Midol. Yeah. Anyway, so we're not sponsored by Ruffles this week, despite the fact that we will be eating we them after, after our Midol has kicked in. If anything, I would love a sponsorship. If we get a sponsorship, we will talk about them every episode. <laughs> we will eat the same food forever. No, no, I'm talking about Midol. I just want a Midol. You want a Midol sponsorship? I would. I would never. Or the be period in girls. Or <laughs> pop goes the girls. <laughs> pop a pill goes the girls. That's, that's not where my mind went, but okay. All right, we'll continue. <laughs> Anyway, this um, week is workplace sitcom week. Which I don't is want a, these ruffles. Th- these are for you. Oh, okay. you just want the model to really kick in? No. Well, I'm also drinking Sprite, so this episode is not sponsored by Sprite. But Well, if that's the case, this, this episode is not sponsored by KFC or Taco Bell <laughs> or Pepsi, despite the fact that I ate it right before we started. Yes. Yes. And they are giving me we the assessments to survive this we, episode. We're looking for sponsorship recruitment. Yes. <laughs> Putting the feelers out with our voices. Oh. Anyway. What week so, is it this week? I said it's workplace sitcom week, which is, uh, okay. for me, when we were deciding on these, or more me deciding on them, because you were just like, you know, pick some shit. So Excuse me, I, I did a lot of yeah, tedious work. You did. After I said, the this, is, this is the three that we should do, and you were like, I like this, and you went into it. The three sitcoms that we discuss okay. in this, I feel are, are like really big, awesome sitcoms. The Twisted Sister, you have to twist me on. I think they're on. really not so that big. That, really. One of them more so than the rest. I, I And that's the one that you have to twist me on, if I, we're talking about the same one. Yeah, and I will tell you, like, there is a litany of shows. I don't even know what you picked, honestly, because you <laughs> always override what I say, so it's always a surprise what we talk about. So, yeah, no... Anyway, uh, out of these, let's get back on track. These are all very similar shows, in my opinion, on, on different ways. But there are so many workplace sitcoms. Cheers is a workplace sitcom. Yes. Ser- like, seriously. How, how Do you know how hard it was for Cheers? me to get it only to three, Chelsea? This would have been a month-long oh. sitcom and I mean, I could, and I, apartment-based. Because I, I would have gone into, like, Friends and Dirty New Girl. Rock. I would have slipped into other things. Dirty I need Rock. you to focus. Can you focus I know, for right me? Right now, I am literally... The model's kicking I, in. I She's turned, losing focus. Shush. <laughs> I am turned away. Grey's Anatomy is oh. Chicago... All the Chicagos. Chicago Fire. Chicago... What? Chicago. Go, go, go. That's a Dick Wolf production. That, that's... Yeah. Law and Order. That's not a sitcom. All right, Ooh, well, I guess those, those, those fun murder cases. Fine, you're right. <laughs> They're not sitcoms. I'll give Ooh, you that smell one. that, Charles. Smell that. Yeah. Um, would, would you qualify Mary Tyler Moore as a workplace sitcom? Because yes. it's a big chunk of it is a workplace? Without a doubt, it's a workplace sitcom. You yeah? know what you can't? Okay. Rhoda. Rhoda isn't a workplace sitcom. Mary Tyler Moore she works. Yeah, she works doing the mannequins. But she doesn't spend most of her time there. She spends most of her time at the apartment dealing with her sister... And her fella and all that. I don't know if that's she, true. Yeah. 
whatever. News anyway, that got track. Each Do you week, news radio. Get off of me. Each oh, week we talk. I literally <laughs> just got fucking slapped. <laughs> Each week we talk about pop culture artifacts that shaped us and why they're memorable to us. Yes. That's what we do, isn't it? I don't know. I'm a little jarred after getting hit. Oh, whatever. We also have a fan theory fight club where we argue the merits or detriments of some of the fan theories surrounding interpreting different pop culture items. And then lastly, we'll play a quick round of Twist the Sister where one of us loves something the other hates or simply doesn't watch. And we'll open it up to a poll for you, our lovely listeners, to decide which sister is right. And we're not going to turn around and make you pick this week because we're being nice. In, in the spirit of being what do you mean nice, we're not going to make you pick this week. Yeah, you don't. They I don't. Mean, they don't have to always pick me. They could pick you if they want this week. You know, something like that. So oh, I'm leaving okay. it open for them to go to no, the other side. No, I I get it. It's <laughs> fine. I, okay. I get it. So, uh, do you want to introduce the pop culture artifacts for this week? I don't know what is pop culture. <laughs> How am I so introducing something? I'll like introduce this? it because you're. I think the models kicking in for it's you. It's not honestly. kicking in. I genuinely don't know what. Is this like? Is this like is. when you have a drink and you're like, I'm not feeling it, and then we play heads up, and you're like, I'm pointing to Santa Claus, and you're like, Jesus. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's one of those situations. Without context, that story is completely like <laughs> useless to people. And just so you know, I was not drunk. You were sipping your rum and coke through a straw. It was going to your head. No, no, I wasn't drunk. I was just tired. I was feeling the Christmas spirit. <laughs> That's how I'm going to put it. I really, I was tired. Yeah. I think that was a big you part finished, of it. You finished that round and with me, losing. finished your rum and, and coke through a straw, and then you fell asleep while we watched Love Actually. As a competitive person, I very much <laughs> like winning games. So when things One of are our not favorites go- is Heads Up or Charades. No, not one of our favorites. That's one of your favorites, but okay. Um, yeah, no, I, I was just really frustrated, and and I was tired, and so I started to giggle. But you, to this day, you cite this as like, this is the first time I saw you drunk. I wasn't even drunk. You have to have been drunk, I had Kelsey. like a quarter of a rum. I'm pointing to Santa, and you went, oh, oh, Jesus! Yeah, and then immediately and collapsed yes, in laughter. Yeah. Because I knew I was because wrong. Because you ran out of time, and drunk. I looked at you like, what is wrong with you? A drunk person would have thought that was right. <laughs> I thought it was, oh my god, I can't believe what I just said, knowing full well that it's obviously Santa. Okay, back on track. Oh. Our pop culture artifact for this week <laughs> is something that we How watched. far adrift can we get? I... Okay, what is the what is the freaking artifact? Pop. Uh, our oh. pop culture artifact is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So, Gina, civilian administrators like yourself often have their ear to the ground. What do Santiago and Peralta have riding on this bed of theirs? I will tell you on six conditions. Number one, you let me use your office to practice my dance moves. Second. How about this? If you tell me, Mm -hmm. I won't have you suspended without pay. Oh, that sounds great. Okay. The deal is if Amy gets more rest, Jake has to give her his car. It's an old Mustang. It's pretty sweet. If he gets more rest, she has to go on a date with him. He guarantees. It will end in sex. I bet on at least some over-the-clothes action, at the very least some touching. No, that's enough, Jenna. I could see him showing up in a silk robe. That's enough, Jenna. We watched at the same time initially, okay. but since then I don't know if we are at the same place in it or what. You've watched the whole thing, right? No. I think I've seen three seasons. Oh, I've seen more than you then. I was yeah. on season four or five. I might be a liar. When I slipped off because I was trying to catch it on the network. He goes to Florida. Then the network was on the same day as someone else. He yeah, goes to Florida. You, you're, you're behind me. And then me. prison happens. And yeah, you're behind me. Spoiler. <laughs> Something happens with a prison. 
With well, the main it's, cops, it's not that it's hard to believe. It's a show with cops, so it's not... Yeah, exactly. Don't worry about it. But yeah, so um, neither one of us has finished, finished the show. I know spoilers for it just because I'm a fan of the show in general, so I follow accounts, and they're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, well, I know about that now. All right. Because people just up. assume that you've seen it. Anyway. I'm um, having a ruffle. I don't know about you, but for me, I loved... Oh, um, no, I can't eat these. This is yours. Eat this. This oh, is horrible. Do I don't know why I thought that would be a good idea. Must be the drugs talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what you've been denying all along. No, that was horrible. But yeah, for me, I mm. loved a couple things about this. As you know, I like relationships and like moments in shows. So I ate up Jake and Amy. Jamie, as, as you could call it if you want. Um, because when you first meet them, they are the classic like enemies to lovers trope in the sense that she just They're, rolls her eyes at him all the time. Yeah. Well, you used to say that I was Amy, and no, then, I didn't. Yeah, because no, I was the told first couple, I was. The first couple episodes, you said I was Amy. I said no, you're Amy. I'm Rosa. That's, and that's freaking accurate. <laughs> that couldn't be more accurate. Someone said it to me, and I was like, no, that's not true. And then I watched an episode because they specifically <laughs> said watch like episode three of season two or something like that. <laughs> it's not that one, but but like I I went specifically to the episode, and they said. Tell me that we didn't just have this discussion. And it was a coworker too. Mm -hmm. So I watched and it was exactly, <laughs> almost exactly verbatim what I had said. And then I just kept watching and then it was like, it was like watching it with a brand new set of eyes mm. because I was like, oh my God, like down to like little stupid things. Like when I went to school, I would have my binders like labeled and perfectly organized and she has a moment in there and they're like, um, like yeah. everybody seems to think that I'm Amy and and I, I might have to admit that I am somewhat, somewhat like Amy. But I, I loved, um, I loved their relationship, but I loved how it altered over time, how they kind of gain respect for each other, they help each other out. And then it blossoms into more. It's a later. nice love story, sitcom wise. It's and it's another. It's a case of cheer. Where let's go back to the thing uh, that we've completely you're skipped. You're getting so distracted by we cheers. We skipped cheers. I shouldn't have let you take the model. How? <laughs> let me. There was no letting. I should me. have wrapped you in a blanket there was and, and no put letting. the mic near you and just said go. I, sometimes <laughs> you require something for pain, and this is my requirement. The one thing I ask of you is to focus on what the I'm task very at hand, and you're like, cheers! I'm tying it in, but you're not listening. Oh, you're fine. not listening. Tie it in. Sam and Diane on mm -hmm. Cheers was the classic will they, won't they. Right? And it's all, and, it, and the eye this rolling, it out it's the same thing. The eye rolling that that Shelley Long did with Ted Danson. Mm -hmm. Like it's the same it's the same thing with mm -hmm. with uh what is his name Jake? Jake and Amy. Jake yeah. and Amy. It's the exact same thing. She was more like she was more I don't even know because I I don't know. I don't know how to describe her without being critical and then realizing that it's just <laughs> myself. So I'm just being self-critical and turning around and saying that I'm but I don't know. I get what you're saying. Up my own ass. It's <laughs> probably the best way to put it. But yeah, I love that. Oh. I loved how also as the series progresses that um, the captain, Captain Holt, he, he's hilarious oh, in it. I love him. I love him all on, on his own. There's no. But I love how he takes. I love how he takes on the like father figure role for Jake. Yeah. Like he kind of guides him to being a better detective, a better man in general. It's also a hilarious show. Yeah. Some of the stuff that happens in that is just too good. And he and warms to people and lets them in slowly over time. And I do love the relate. Oh, excuse me, I got hiccups. I do love the relationship between 
Kira Sedgwick, his enemy mm-hmm. on the show, I think is so funny because I don't know why, but the two of them just standing, just physically contrasting with each other because she couldn't be more of like what they a say blonde, to each other, white, tiny, well. skinny woman. And he is like this. He's quite he's, he's large. A bu- he's a buff, tall. He's broad, deep voiced. Yeah, <laughs> man. Tall, dark, do- tall, dark, and handsome sort of individual. Yeah. Um, and he, but yeah. I, I love some of the stuff that he like. She's just like, "Are you calling me the, the devil?" And he's like, "No, I'm calling you a goat, you goat." And it's yeah. so funny that everyone who's watching yeah. him, like everyone else at the station, is like, "Oh, yeah," because he's saying like, "You, I, I smelt, I smelt something." No, he's, he's hooves saying, "Yeah, and something yeah, like yeah, that. yeah." I, I thought I hear your hooves clack. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah, it's. We can't give know. it the gravitas that he does because our voices don't go that deep oh, yeah. in any universe. Yeah, because her voice is kind of almost. I feel like we could suck. What is it? What, what do you suck? Hydrogen? What's it that makes your voice? Um, helium makes it high, and, and then, oh frig! It's a B one. It's one of the yeah. B1s. Why would Why would you ask me this well, after I take my sorry. <laughs> this was a pre model question. You know I should have planned for this. I can search this. I have um, a tone. I can. But I the can other thing, it. a bit more serious though, for me when I watched it. I personally, I don't really like authority figures because they've always kind of intimidated me, and I don't know if that's just me being meek or shy, or the authority figures I've had in life. You're meek and shy? Anyway, uh, thank you for the support, Charles. Um, Sulfur hexafluoride makes your voice sound very low. That's not the one. Because it's a sound B travels I know it is. slower. It's in Big Bang Theory. Just search up the episode of Big Bang where they suck on that. Anyway, uh, no, but I found that it kind of... No, it's not. Uh, I thought it was awesome when they uh, had a show that was funny like this with police, and it's they take their job seriously, but they still have a decent time because I feel like it humanizes police in a way that police are often considered scary individuals. What were we talking about? Or protectors. I was reading. You went sulfur. down a rabbit hole about sulfur. Yeah, crap. I, I mean they had it on MythBusters. They had it on Jimmy Fallon. It's sulfur hexafluoride. No, it's not. And I knew it because I knew it. It rolls off your tongue. Sulfur hexafluoride. Like it's That's how I feel about tensor fasciolata and people look at you like Exactly. It rolls off your tongue. It's it's a long blah blah blah. Mm. But it rolls off your tongue. Sulfur hexafluoride. Anyway. Sorry, what were we talking about? I was talking about how Brooklyn Nine Nine humanizes police and like authority. Uh, I think in general it, I think it kinda of makes them be, because it doesn't make them look good. Well it doesn't make them look bad either because there's good it makes cops. Them look incompetent though. No, it doesn't. In Brooklyn Nine-Nine, they solve cases. They do a good job. Okay. That's part of the story. And I feel like it humanizes them in a way that makes them relatable. Because I no, don't I particularly think, like cops. I think cops. Law & Order is one of those shows. Law & Order, there's a whole show. Okay, don't get started on how much a, I love SVU. I watched a show That's a separate about issue. how Law & Order... Law, I can't even say it. Law, law & Order. About how it creates... Like they intentionally make it so that the the police are the good guys in no matter what, and that's because the creator, and and the writers were really behind that sort of messaging. They mm-hmm. did not want to show a negative light of a of a, a cop as an authority figure. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't think that's accurate considering some of the stuff that they do. In Law and Order. Yeah. Law and Order. No, great. just I mean in reality. No, Law and Order is a great show. Like doom doom and all of that, but. You're there yeah. for the main credits and you go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> name one episode, Chelsea. <laughs> I what do you mean name one episode? Like it's a just, story I line. just watch them. Yeah, sure. I just wa- there was one episode where um If you talk about the Robin Williams episode, I swear to God, Chelsea. No, no. <laughs> there was an episode with Justin Bieber. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Was it was he in that? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. The C- mm-hmm. CSI? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Your, your mouth is so full that you're designed yeah. CSI. I'm doing to ASL to Chelsea to tell her what American show she's talking language. about. American Sign Language. Yeah, um, CSI he was in. Yeah, okay, no, that wasn't it. Yeah, you could just stretch his act. No, there was, there was a... Mariska Hargitay is in one where she gets kidnapped or something. Or, or is in yes. trouble. Oh that my was God, a good porn episode. Stash. Porn stash, that evil bastard. He's so terrible porn in Porn stash from, from Orange is the New from God. From Orange is the New God. He's the one that takes her. Does he oh have my a God. stash in it? Like no, no. He's oh, just okay. evil. Pure evil. Have you even seen what happens with him? Oh my God. Chelsea. You're making me distracted again. Okay, so this is long story short, I feel like Brooklyn Nine Nine humanizes police. Well, you disagree. I completely disagree. I think it makes it look incompetent. You, I but I love Brooklyn Nine Nine in the same way that I loved the show Parks and Recreation, which is another workplace sitcom that I would have loved to talk about. Um, but, but I like it too. We had to have something where you twist me or I twist you. Not this, not for this particular one. Like right now, we're talking about Brooklyn Nine Nine. Anyway, do you want to have another workplace sitcom episode in a few months, and then we can okay. do this again? <laughs> Let me focus my thoughts. <laughs> I like them because they had an ensemble, and I felt like the ensemble worked really well together. I think if you pull one individual out, which they have done on both shows, it makes the show weaker as a whole. And. Uh, that's what I like particularly about it. Similarly to Cheers, which we've oh also God. neglected to change. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can't wait to get on to the next one now. Okay, all right. What's, what are, what's so the next segment? Our next one, which is our uh, Fan Theory Fight Club, oh, which no. you actually researched this oh, time, no. is the Mindy Project. You have an idea of how your life is going to turn out. When I was a kid, all I did was watch romantic comedies in our living room while I did my homework. I'll, I'll have, have a cheese happy. I'll get some coffee or... You know, in high school, dinner. Tom Hanks was my first boyfriend. For as long as we both shall live. In college, everything changed. No supervision, total freedom. I could watch romantic comedies whenever I wanted to. No. I'm also I'm just a girl, girl standing in front of a boy, asking him to love her. And then two years ago, when I finally became a doctor, I had no time for any distractions. You are eight and a half months pregnant. Your husband's got to keep his thoughts away from you. Which I can imagine must be difficult with a wife as beautiful as yours. She's already pregnant, Dr. Reed. Idiot. I am going to put Dr. Castellano in charge. He's my best resident. Dr. Castellano. Daniel Castellano, I'm the man that's going to take a person out of you. I don't take that responsibility lightly, okay? You're scaring them, Danny. Oh, now, dear. Now, to be fair, the Mindy Project, I just want to talk about the Mindy Project for a sec before you get into the fan theory, because I don't know what oh, you're prepared no. to throw at me. I'm prepared. I was not prepared. Okay. Anyway, so to give you a breakdown, the Mindy Project... It's a great show, by the way. I've been watching it recently, or re-watching it recently. God, yeah. Okay, go I ahead. watch it, like, every year. It's not on anything, I find. I go to it's stream it. It's not anymore. It, it can't I be streamed. It. I own it on it DVD. It can't be streamed. It's like on Hulu, isn't it? Isn't it on Hulu? I think if you're in the in the States, it was it was either on Hulu or still is on Hulu, but we're not in the States, so it's not applicable to us. They don't like us enough to give us the Mindy Project. Yeah, it was very disappointing. It ran on Fox at one time, and I thought because Disney had acquired Fox, it would end up on Disney Plus, but it hasn't. It, I absolutely love that show. There are lines in that show that I still, like, they hit me so hard. And I know it's just because I'm like a romantic Are you thinking person. about the finale of season two? When they're having their fight because in the bathroom? Because you love me, me until, until you, you don't. don't. I know. Yeah. I knew where you were going. I have an issue because 
I I have definitely watched a shitload of romantic comedies. We both have. I am a girl, and I am one of the girliest girls. You are and a woman. And that ties in to this fan theory as well, because... Uh, okay. I'll get well, to I it. don't know what your fan theory is, so I just want to get into this. So, it's, it's a shitty theory. Mindy it just Project, allows me to talk about another thing Mindy I love. Mindy Project <laughs> stars uh, Mindy Kaling, who plays Mindy Lahiri in it. She's an OBGYN who works with a... It's a big sausage party, basically. All of the <laughs> men... Which I can relate in to. In the office. I've worked in a male All of the men in the office have made her time. feel like it's a bit cutthroat. So, you know, she has her coworker Danny, who will, like, steal her patient if she's, you know, busy out on the town. Because she's trying to find the balance as she's approaching 30, or around 30, of having love, the she job. Wants to have she it wants all. it all. She wants it all. Just like a romantic comedy type of girl. Like, yeah. They want all of it. They want the yeah. perfect life, the perfect Well, she talks about it in it. Love, she, she's the very, job. She self-reflects on that, everything. about how she is a sucker for romance anyway. Yeah. But... And it ties um, into the show quite a bit. Yes. It, it's Slowly. throughout the whole show. Yeah. She's... It, it's... It's... it's She goes to work and helps someone have a baby, and then she goes out on the town clubbing. That's basically every and episode. And she's really bad at it. Yeah. She's actively not good at dating. She... Gets, she catches a lot of men, yeah. but she doesn't keep them for long kind of thing. Uh, anyway... No, I, d- I disagree with that. I, d- I don't think so that she doesn't keep them for long. I disagree with that. It's not Do you like... want to talk about the, like, 50 boyfriends she has on this show? No! She doesn't have 50 boyfriends. She has lots of boyfriends, Chelsea. You know I've never finished the series. You've right? not finished the series? No, don't... You t- haven't even... Go- oh, Chelsea. Do not tell me You make me, me so end. mad when you say shit like I this. I was so invested until something very bad happened. Yes, and it hurt me when I had Granddad watching it. He was sitting there and I was like, oh, Granddad, you gotta wait another season before it should you even made our grand, You made our Granddad watch this? I didn't make him. He was <laughs> laughing at it and I said, do you wanna watch more? And he said, sure. So then he, he watched still, the whole thing. So my grandfather yes. has seen more of this He's seen the whole I. thing. He won't remember any of it. He's got no clue what's happened. Do you know, just, just he so watched you know, the entirety of the Big Bang hold Theory on, hold and on. he still thinks he hasn't seen episodes when they show up on CTV. Hold on, hold on. You do have to understand, just for because this sounds really mean, to somebody who doesn't understand, our grandfather doesn't have any sort of like degenerative memory issues. It's selective memory, it's, which all men have, I believe. It is selective memory. No he offense just, to men, but just, I think you all have it. If it's not key to your brain function, it I just disagree. drifts away in the wind. I, I I disagree. I I think men remember a lot. I just think I don't always think that they're. It goes in a treasure chest and gets buried in there, and then they lift the treasure chest. I don't think it's all men. I think I think you're being very hateful right now. Well, I'm uh, I'm single, so that's that's probably why. (laughs) Screw men. I think you're being very hateful. And uh, and on that note, anyway, back to what I was saying. He's seen it. He enjoyed it. He agreed with me. He's seen more than I have. He's seen the whole thing, which means he's definitely seen more than you. Okay. But yeah. I loved the series. I loved how the series had characters change over time. People that were womanizers uh, went the opposite way. They were dealing with situations where they were not the one being picked. You have people who were kind of slimy. They were not the one being picked. Yeah. You'll know when you get to the seasons. Um, okay. You have people who were slime balls who turned out to be decent people. I loved how they showed arc, like a character arc for every character on there. And sometimes it usually it was for the better of the character, but sometimes, like, for the character that you and I are talking about, it I don't know what go... character you're talking about. You said you watched till a moment that you didn't like. There's, there's a moment... The character... I, I think there's a Sam Smith song that plays while... Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. So this... Stay with me. Ta- okay, so we are talking about the same moment. Yeah. 
Um, I, I love that I can't actually character? say in detail exactly what happens. I remember the feeling. I remember being like, this is it. I'm not fucking watching this anymore. Mm -hmm. I can't handle this level of emotion. You have and no these idea characters that... aren't fucking real. Like, it makes me feel like I'm going crazy. Forget being crazy. I'm in the same boat as you, hon. We're in the crazy ship. Because I get just as easily invested, and I'm just as easily heartbroken when things aren't going my way. Um, but... The only thing that I can say negative about the Mindy Project... You know this is a fan theory, right? Like, I know. Well, like, you're still researching. I have. No, I know I have it. I have it. I just Fine. have to find My it. My only issue with the Mindy Project is how cast came and went sometimes, and they didn't really explain why. Like, yeah. the first season, the first you season had was Anna a, Camp as her oh. best friend, and then all of a sudden she's not in it anymore. You had yeah. three receptionists, Great. and all of a sudden there's one by season four. Be gone, but you they don't. Demon spawn. They don't specify why they've left. They don't say where they've gone. They just disappear. It's a workplace. People leave. But well, you would Anna say Camp, Anna Camp left. doesn't doesn't really fa factor into that because she just disappears. I don't know. It's and New she's York. supposed to be your best friend. It's New York. She has she multiple left. friends in the first couple seasons that don't exist after that point. Okay. All right, so I am going to relay a little bit of... Okay, my fan theory is not a great one. The theory that I okay. heard, I heard from someone, is that um, the Mindy Project is, in essence, when Harry met Sally. How? Now, I told you, it's not a great theory. I want you to explain so how, and then you can it, know whether or not I'm on board. Part of it is that they are thrown together by happenstance. They both happen to work at the same place. And that is how they initially get to know each other. It, it takes time. They are, they are not initially friends. They become friends. They don't really like each other, even though they are friends. Eventually, they start to like each other, and then more blossoms. And I'm not going to say... Who? Because I don't want to ruin the show. Hang on. Tell them who so they know who to hate no. when things go downhill. No. Just listen. So, at one point, as we just mentioned, there is a scene where one of the characters who is in love with Mindy tries to deceive her by... He catfishes her is what he does. He does. He, he, he pretends to with, be this, like, European she's guy with, because she no, thinks he's attractive on. on the subway. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, fine. I'll give the context first. So sh they happen to be riding the subway together to work, and she sees this guy and thinks he's quite attractive. Well, he makes... I, I don't quite know how all of it happens, but he he makes it so that... It's like a wasn't you column. It's basically yeah, like... It's basically did he like, put um, an ad in? Yes, I never fully yes. understood that. Yeah, it's like, you know on Craigslist when you do a posting, you know, yeah. apartment available, two Beautiful. rooms, all Yeah, that. like a classified almost. Well, it, this, but is, it's, this is kind of like a classified, except it's like, was this you? Beautiful and it's blonde like, on the street, me. Yeah. A wearing, guy in a leather a, jacket. Wearing a red dress, me. Yeah, exactly. Did you notice me, or was it just me? If you were... If you're interested, contact this me is at this, blah, blah, blah. the number or email, whatever. Yeah. So that's what happens. And she's like, oh my God, we're, we're in this. And she well, goes, is that me? That was him. That was, so, she, so she decides and her co to get in touch. her coworker at the time is like, hey, we're in this. Yeah. Like completely yeah. selling it. Anyway, he, um, he decides to, to get in touch with her that way. And they email back and forth. And, and she thinks it's one guy named Andy, isn't it? Which is actually from You've Got Mail, not, not, um, uh... So they're saying they're a thief on multiple levels. Yeah, so anything with I'm Meg Ryan in it... Like anything with Meg Ryan in it, basically, is what they're saying. Anyway, but the point being... So Mindy, Mindy Kaling has Meg Ryan syndrome, is that what you're telling me? She has Meg Ryan syndrome, yes. Severe. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, in that same episode, or, or same couple episodes, she ends up at the top of the Empire State Building. 
Like that's that's, that's not sleepless the whole world because of sleepless in Seattle. Anyway, so she's a product of her childhood. Can I speak? Nah. My goodness. Okay. So <laughs> anyway, this this um, tactic is is in essence trying to draw on when Harry met Sally, though, despite the fact that it is a clear ripoff of You've Got Mail. Um, because when she finds out what he's done, he's slowly moving her away from the person that she's with, um, and enticing her to be with him and erasing the person that was That's online. That's what he's thinking is happening, to be fair. But when, when she finds out, she gets very upset with him, which is warranted. But. And she turns around How and she, she finds out, I think, is part of the reason she gets so upset with him. Because he let her on, initially. He, he well, said he wanted a relationship, and then he took, he kind of pulled the rug out from under her. That's not even part and of the issue, though. And a little The bit. guy that he pretends to be. Yeah. He agrees to go on dates and stuff with her and leaves her stranded at a place. Like, she goes to the Empire State Building yeah. and he leaves her there all night and she's sick. And other people in the office know that it's him and they're pissed because they're yeah. like, you left her in her favorite place crying her eyes out, you asshole. Yeah. So, this but is yeah, not, she this finds is not out, helping the theory at all. Anyway, when she finds out, she says to him... She says, I don't want to do this with you. And he says, why not? We could be something great. And she says, because you love me until you don't. Mm -hmm. And that is one of those big moments of, like, she can't... She even says that she's she goes, I can't do that again. Yeah, she can't do it again. She just can't handle it. Because she is that, that romantic is person. What that actually ties in. Even though it, it has, in my opinion, a very different tone, it is very, very similar to what happens in When Harry Met Sally, that final scene where he's running to... to he's already hurt her so badly, and he's trying to repair things. He's you know what colder I think isn't fair. You know what I think isn't fair? I just, don't get to finish any sentence No, I'm thinking about what you're saying. I don't think That's it's fair to unfair. compare it to When Harry Met Sally in that sentence, because they both act weird afterwards and she says it's a mistake and he says it's a mistake but she acts like he's the villain because he's the guy they felt the same no, way about he it he calls her a dog i think that no. might be where the she says and i'm he... the dog here i'm the dog yeah that's when he's explaining himself but she's already being offish with him so then when they're finally like hashing it out and she's just like you know f you and slaps him in it which i think is like crazy I awesome and ryan movie. moment but i don't think it's fair that this fight blooms from something that they both said was a mistake. Like, it's just because they're having an awkward phase that it continues to be a problem. For me. Okay. Anyway, back to what you were saying. Okay. That, uh, digression was, um, sponsored by Ruffles. <laughs> At least I didn't talk about fears. Oh, fair enough. Ouch. Okay. I deserve that. <laughs> okay, so when Harry met Sally... I forgot my... This is why you don't interrupt me. I don't remember what I was saying. When Harry met Sally at the, the very level, end... The level of... of the um, tone is different, but in essence, she says the same thing. She yells at him. She says, you can't show up here and just tell me that you love me and expect that's going to make everything all right. Mm -hmm. You just can't do that. And it has a similar tone. This theory is going to go on for fucking ever because you keep interrupting me. There's more to this. You know what? I promise I won't say a thing. I will just sit here and drink <sighs> my Pepsi. So there are, there are direct homages at one point... Um, jokingly, one of the characters says, I'll order whatever is giving her an orgasm, which is a direct reference to the movie. They both uh, end up on airplanes together and in cars together God, extensively, airplane. which are key scenes. Um, I'm just living for the airplane right now. The character that her love interest in Mindy Kaling, or Mindy Kaling Project, the Mindy Project, um, he does a mad dash. He starts running to her, which is a direct reference to When Harry Met Sally because Harry does the exact same thing in When Harry Met Sally. Um, 
They literally go in one scene that is like a sweeping montage of all the different dates that they've gone on, walking and talking together in New York, is actually some of the exact same locations that are shown um, in When Harry Met Sally, like identical. And I mean, yeah, sure, it's New York. It might just be like a love story to New York, but whatever, it's right there. Um, anyway, uh, When Harry Met Sally has made a, specifically When Harry Met Sally, has made a huge influence on the show. Uh, it has been noted by the creator that it made a huge influence on the show. But most importantly, the fans have noticed as well. There are actually YouTube videos out there, which I have watched, and I think it does more justice than me talking about it because there are visuals that you can kind of see as well. Um, like a parallel screen yeah, kind of There's a, user, a, a YouTube user called The Dandelion Prod. And he made an episode, an episode, he made a uh, montage video that intercuts them. And I love when they do edits. It is incredibly good at showing the parallels between the, the two stories. Now, I don't think it's perfect. And after the, the horror that I suffered while I was watching the Mindy Project, I'm pretty sure they don't end in the same manner. Um, spoiler alert, if that can any way be a spoiler alert. But well, you uh, don't know how it ends. Because so I, I can't I'm confused to say who the love interest I, I is. I can't even confirm or deny if you're right, because you haven't even seen the whole friggin' yeah, thing. Yeah, tell me nothing. That's, that's the way to be. Can I just say? No, you can't just say. No, um, no, Danny's no. brother, Richie, in it. Who's Danny? Danny Castellano, her Who's co-worker. Danny? Her co-worker in it, who is Chris Messina. Love that guy. Um, His brother in it, though, he's from Handmaid's Tale. You've seen mm. Handmaid's Tale, right? The one that she's in love with who's the an eye. The first one? The one that she's in love with who's an eye. He's in the first season, he's in the second season, he's in all the seasons. The, the gardener, right? He's like a gardener? He's like a limo driver, or whatever. But okay. he's an eye. He's an eye. Like, eye. You know, you know, I've watched this a while ago. I read the book Chelsea, as well. Chelsea, I live for their and relationship. I, I need you to them. focus for a second. He's gonna be, okay. he's creating something new. Anyway. Would you categorize that as a workplace sitcom? I mean, not a no, sitcom, but that's a, a dystopian hellfire. But it's a that's workplace what it is. In, in a way. The workplace is the home where they're attacked by the husbands? No. Yeah. It's a dystopian it's, it's, Oh, it's hell. a dystopian workplace, but it's a It is, is not a workplace? a workplace. No. It kind of is. No, it's not. Okay. They don't right. follow, they don't all work in the same house. They're all in different houses getting attacked by different people. Yeah, but their workplace is the house because their work is a little fucked up. Point is, okay. I love when he does little cameos as Richie, his brother, especially considering it's so funny that Danny, the way Danny is in it, you know, you know, I'm all cool and stuff, and then you find out, you know, he was yeah. a dancer and all sorts of stuff. And uh, over he was time, more than a dancer. No, but like little things like that comes up. Yes. Um, I love, Danny. I love that Richie, who's his brother, mm -hmm. he comes into it throughout the whole series, and I think that he is very key at certain times. Uh, to helping Danny with different issues in his life. That's all I'm going to say. Because you don't want me to say any spoilers. No, and I think you've already done too much. Why Why are you doing this to me? I will finish the series. I will push through. I actually wrote something that you can't know because it happens it. near enough at the finale, so you can't look at the paper. Okay. Yeah, I just... <laughs> for anyone who's hearing that, I don't know if that recorded, but I, it was an audible thump yeah. as she slapped of, her of hand me hiding down, my notes. Hiding her piece of paper <laughs> that I keep telling her, don't write it down on a piece of paper. I like to have organized notes in front of me. Yeah, like, like me. I, I literally you wrote... You literally got a piece of mail and just wrote... <laughs> 
out all over your mail. I wrote on a piece of junk mail my notes for the next segment. It's not a nice thing to say about the. Yeah, can you not? Can you not read my mail? That's a federal no. crime. No, what is it called? It's What's a it federal called? crime. The, the, thing, the army. I, I. Can you shut up about What's my mail? Called? I don't want you describing my mail to people. What's it called? The What's army thing. What's it called? Yes, the army. Let's leave it at no. that. No. No. Ah. The, the thing. The, the war amps? Yeah, war amps. That's yes. it. It's a piece of, of mail. I think it's really cool that they have the tags, you know? The, yes. If, anyway. War so amps is a wonderful charity. I don't understand. So, this, by story, the way, this shorts. episode is not sponsored by the war amps. Thank you for that, Daisy. Anyway, so that's it for Mindy Project. We love Mindy Project. I believe that this... See, this is the issue for me. I think your oh, fan theory... One? Your fan theory. <laughs> your fan theory... I think it's true in the sense that she actively seeks out those situations throughout the series anyway. She wants to have that rom-com moment. So I think it's just... It's just rom-coms in general. And it happens to be that When Harry Met Sally is just one of the most all-encompassing rom-coms. I think it's I think it's more... Based on what you mentioned specifically, it's more to do with the final season. Specifically the finale of season two... Or not the final season, but the finale of season two, the final episode okay. of that season, has so much overlap with When Harry Met Sally. You can't turn around and just say the whole thing's When Harry Met Sally, because that doesn't work anyway for all of the other characters involved. Because it's not like all of her buddies just naturally fall in love with each mm-hmm. other as well. Because people come and go and stuff like that in the series. Um, it would be too easy to have it that she has a Carrie Fisher friend who falls in love with his, what's his name, Kirby, whatever. Oh, I love Carrie Fisher in this as Oh, well. yeah. Oh, he's married. Married and folds the tab. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I'm, yeah, she folds it because, like, she's like, I can unfold it just yes. as easily. Yeah. Yeah. No, anyway. she's, um, she's great. Sorry, I know we're supposed to be talking about the Mindy Project, but you have to understand why... We also why... love When Harry Met Sally, so we're going to go on a little we. tangent. Forget we. I forced you, and I literally forced you to you watch... You forced me because I didn't like the music, the Harry Connick Jr., you know, like, I, I wasn't the, into The soundtrack, that. shit. Yeah, no, it's terrible. Sorry, Harry Connick Jr. I warmed up just, to it. Just not a fan of your kind of music, but that doesn't mean that it's not great for someone else. But that's not the point. The point for me is that... That movie is so... It, okay, I have a top five. I'm sure you have a top five. Everybody kind of ranks in a small handful the, their best movies. Where they don't give a shit about quality. Almost famous, it's, goodwill they hunting. They love them, period. Uh, my Cousin Vinny with my boyfriend Joe Pesci in it. And then it, it's got to be... A, it's got to be number one or, or close to it is When Harry Met Sally for me. I absolutely love that movie. I think it's perfectly written. It speaks to my heart. It makes me cry. It makes me laugh. I love it. I think it's a perfect movie. Why are you crying when you're watching When Harry Met Sally? Oh my god, I cry. Why are you crying? There are moments where I cry, where it it physically hurts. I know things are going to work out in the end, because I've seen it 12 million times. I get it when you cry when you watch Lilo and Stitch, and he goes out with the book, and he goes, I'm lost. Like, that's devastating. I don't know what's wrong with you. He's, like, why are you crying when you're watching When Harry Met Sally? Because I relate. There are moments where, like, I've been there, and I I felt that pain, that emotional pain. Yeah. And that makes me cry. That makes me want to hug human, you every time you go to watch it. I'm a human. You can't being. watch this with Kevin. You have to hug this. You have to hug it out with me when you're watching. Oh my god. This is this is devastating. Are you okay? I, I don't know why I do this. I think I need another Mitel just to get through this episode. It has nothing to do with pain at this point. It's so, recreational use. Yeah. So, um, that's I'm kidding. I'm that, not actually going to do that. I know. Just just for the I'll record, take the don't, bottle away. Please You'll don't. hear this. 
of me that'll be me taking them away from you um but Ugh. yeah so that's our fan theory fight club i'm willing to say that i don't believe entirely in the fan theory i, I think, think it's it, a shit theory i think it just happens to add up with the fact that her character is obsessed with when harry met sally and all the meg ryan romances yeah. so naturally her life's going to when being told by her because yeah. she's the narrator of it yeah when it's being told by her, of course, it's going to have that flair of this is what happened. You because she could technically be an unreliable narrator, but that's a whole different ball game. Um, Another fan theory. Yeah, the only reason I picked this fan theory is because I just really wanted to talk about when Harry met Sally. I, it was rife with ulterior motive, and I think it's kind of a shitty theory because it uh, as it as didn't much use as the, the movie the way it should have, yeah. did it, Chelsea? You can really, you can really. We're back pull to the Angelica the Houston of fan theories. You didn't use the movie enough to connect it to the show, so I don't believe in it. <laughs> no, that's not what it was. You were trying to. You were upset it. because Angelica You're Houston wasn't the star of Ever After. That would be wouldn't. Like, it could have been, like, a Wicked kind of thing, where you tell the story Why from the villain. Why do we have to watch Wicked? They already have enough Wicked. They're doing another Wicked now with Cynthia Revo and Ariana Grande. I've never seen Wicked. I don't Wicked. need it. The movie? There's no movie yet. No. They've done enough Broadway. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I... Oh, okay. We don't need another anti-hero, Chelsea. Yes, we do. Okay. Now, on to our yes, Twisted Sister, do. where I'm prepared to be twisted into a Twizzler. Do it. Make me feel like I should okay. agree with you. Okay, I go a different route. Say what it is first. Yes. Yeah, so, so <laughs> the ultimate of workplace because I mean it's literally the title of this oh, work, yeah. workplace. It's all, but the version we're talking about is actually the adapted version because it was originally done in Britain. Yeah, first, which single, is a bit of a hint to what we're going to discuss. Season, yes. And the first season... There's only one season in Britain? Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. And the first American season was trying so hard to be an adaptation that stayed true to it. Yeah. And then they decided to go their own way, and that's when I started liking it, because I don't like the, the carbon copy that they have. Okay, let me read my junk mail, because that's where all my notes are. Can you say what it is first, Jeff? The Office. <laughs> U.S. version. The U.S. version of The Office, yeah. yes. I sold paper at this company for 12 years. My job was to speak to clients on the phone about quantities and types of copier paper. Even if I didn't love every minute of it, everything I have, I owe to this job. This stupid, wonderful, boring, amazing job. I thought it was weird when you picked us to make a documentary, but all in all, I think an ordinary paper company like Dunder Mifflin was a great subject for a documentary. There's a lot of beauty in ordinary things. Isn't that kind of the point? In, in case there was any confusion. Well, we don't need to give the cast out. Like, I think people know. If you don't know, then you don't know, and in which case... Really Are they on Crave now? You can check it out on Crave. Yes, yeah, in Canada. All nine seasons. I think it just got put up on Crave. Yeah. Yeah, I've been watching it on Netflix. He's laughing at the Jello. Granddad's watching the TV, and when the Jello comes up, he's like, Stop putting my stuff in Jello. And Granddad sits there, he's like, Huh? And I'm like, Oh, God, you'd like The Office. That's he would more love concerning it. than anything else. He would love it. No, it's for anybody who's ever been in an office. I think The Office might. You'll find some. Actually, that's part of my thing. I'm not going to actually tell you that because I'm going to tell you. Here we go. Okay. You, se you sell it to me and I'll tell you why okay. I had issues with it in the first place. Okay. So, first of all, it's an extremely quotable series. So, I know you. You like a good one liner. You like a good quote. I think that this is right up your alley because, I mean, I, that's what she said. 
took over like nobody's business. So there's no question in my mind that you'll find you know, something that you like about what you're this talking series. about. I agree because they do they constantly use little They're snippets incredible. of it to do stuff. Specifically, Steve Carell. It's yeah. more Steve Carell than anything else. Like it's Britney bitch and stuff yeah. like that when he's in the car. Yeah. They put that up for everything. Scranton, what the yeah. electric all sorts of stuff. Yeah. You, you don't need much... If you know this show and I say that one quote, you can kind of put it together from there. Mm. Anyway, they had very well-developed story arcs that spanned across multiple episodes, which is impressive when a lot of sitcoms still to this day, even with better writing and all of that, they still have a tendency to kind of wrap it up at the end of the episode so that they can start fresh at the next one. The Office didn't do that. There were some extensive, extensive story arcs that went across full seasons or you know from like the end of one season into the next season that is another reason why i think that it's a well-written Question. show are well we developed to, are we allowed to discuss spoilers in this because part of my reason for actually enjoying the show is a spoiler and part of my reason for hating it is a different spoiler <laughs> well yeah well when we get to that point we'll say it. <laughs> um i also wanted to point out that this show really celebrates diversity without being PC because this show is not politically correct and it's it it isn't tokenism either yeah having the diversity I think it is it's one of those shows that is an accidental celebration of diversity while also like really saying they just found people who were funny and they didn't give a shit who they were and a majority what they could do for a big part of it though is like some of they got a lot of like diverse faces and diverse voices that made this show really good because they were writers as well. Like, yeah, they were writing A huge for it. amount of them are writers. So it is extremely funny. And then the people who wrote it know how to deliver it expertly. Because, because they're also they already funny hear people. It. They hear it because they wrote yeah, it. They're funny people who already wrote it and know how it's, it has to be delivered for it to hit. Um, so that's another reason why I think The Office is particularly good. Um, let's just look at longevity. It has maintained relevance to this day. It's almost two decades after the pilot as well. So, Nine seasons, though, so it's really a decade after it's lost whatever. relevance. It's, it hasn't, though. You watch it now. I mean, there are but, things... No, I'm just saying, like, because you said two different. decades since the pilot. It's nine seasons, the though. The phones so might ten, be old, but ten, it's still Ten years the same. it could have altered, but it's it, it still done pretty good. is watched. It's done pretty good. Let's just say that. Um, clever character development. You'll love the characters in this show, and they do change over time, but they also m- retain enough to, to be true to it's not like they just suddenly about face and you go oh what the frig happened to this character they were one way now they're the other it's a slow transition but enough that it that you can see the growth um i won't go into the details there because there's too many characters honestly um, i actually have a fun story to talk about the office once we were okay done once you tell debate. me that you're not that you don't care about the office and that i suck yeah, no okay. no um it developed kind of in a unique way because of of like how the source material was it is it is a weird sort of i don't know i, I don't really know honestly i don't know what i wrote here i did write something it's chicken scratch on a good day and now yeah. it's micro chicken scratch <laughs> i have no idea what i wrote but it, it it did become something unique from the source material which i was really impressed with um i didn't note specifically some excellent writers paul lieberstein or stein i'm not sure i had to say his name bj novak and mindy kaling Yes, that Mindy Kaling that we just spoke about extensively, all of them were on this show and uh, they were writers as well as significant characters in the show as well. Um, Excellent love stories, which you would love a love story, so I don't understand how you can't get behind um, 
there's two, I think, very straight, actually more than two, three, four, four that I can think of that are really striking love stories. One involves Steve Carell's character, one involves um, John Krasinski's character, Jim. Um, one involves... Um, if you talk about Rain Wilson as Dwight... His, yes, oh Dwight has a, a, has a very extensive... I think he may have the longest will-they-won't-they-love story out of all of them. And it it really breaks. I, I can't believe I get behind they. it. James uh, Jim Halpert, who is John Krasinski, he doesn't even have a will. They won't. They yes, it's, he does. It is when, when is she going to open when her freaking eyes? When will they? Because like no. he's waiting no, there. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know what happens because you haven't watched the series. I've seen the series. Eh. We're not, we're going to just ignore Rashida Jones's character completely. Yeah, girl oh. bounced on over to Parks and Rec. Oh my god. Although she, I, I do like her a lot more in Parks and Rec. God, yeah. She just has a better character. I think the I think the writing is actually better in, for her in, there. In neither, i got to be entirely honest, I wasn't a huge fan of her character in either of them because I wasn't there for her. Like, I didn't watch the show for her. But I do, I do agree that she was better placed in Parks than in The Office. Continue yeah. trying to woo me. Um, and then there's a whole <laughs> love story with, I can't remember what her name is, the, the red-haired... Um, Ellie you, Kemper? What are you doing? Ellie Kemper, yeah. You're knocking things over. I didn't knock anything. You hit my chair and things fell. I hit nothing. I haven't moved. Your I'm elbow is on my spot. As, as sedated. Fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> How am I knocking sedated. things over? Oh, Getting okay. dramatic. All right. So, okay. Now I'm going to get into something very specific. Okay. Woo so, me with your knowledge of me. So I was reading up on why people love The Office. I was like, why do people love The Office? Because I know people that love it way more than I do, but why is there this intense love? I have a friend who's obsessed with it, and it's so funny because... But but there is love, right? Like, yeah. you, you get that. So, okay. So, I started reading up... Like, I was and surprised there's... I didn't go to The Office experience that they had in the city, oh. in the one mall. I was surprised I didn't go to it because that's how obsessed they are with it. Anyway, continue. Okay. So... If people didn't know, they had a whole office, like, experience. Uh, what mall was it? Like, Vaughn Mills or something? They had it in one of the malls that you can go in, and they recreated the sets you're of the office. You're asking me, like, I know what you're talking about. I have well, no I have, clue. Well, I know you don't know what I'm talking you about. You drag me to these things. This is, I, I, know, I know to a certain extent what you mean, because you drag me to these things where it's like, here's a show, it's extremely popular, let's try to recreate the sets and the feel of it. And I've gone to one of them with you so I far. I live for it. It's amazing. If I'm I, not going to be an I actress, the least it. I can do is I pretend it. I'm one of them for I 45 minutes. I hate doing this. And you keep <laughs> roping me in. I, I'm so... We're going to see this weekend. This weekend? Today. Today we're doing it. Oh, today. Oh. You forget we're on Saturday. Yeah, sorry. It's Saturday. Okay, so I'm getting roped into doing something yet again that I don't want to do. Now, I love, I love Stranger Things. I thought it was a great, great... We're going on a bit of a tangent, so yeah. pause. Yeah. You, your I, I, I already office. got interrupted, so I'm just going to engage with what you were saying. You didn't get so, interrupted. I mentioned one thing. So, <laughs> she says to me, she being Daisy, says to me, I want to go see this Stranger Things. And I said, okay, if we do this, this is the last time you do this to me. I don't want to do these experiences again. The Office experience, the Friends experience. I'm done. The Office I love the shows. I don't to need it, okay. to pretend that I'm in them in order to love them. So it's she says, fine. it's going to be Stranger Things. It's going to be Stranger Things. And weeks go, months go by. And then she asks me if I have my costume ready. 
I didn't know there was a fucking costume requirement. You, you don't have to wear a costume. You it says be dress up, 80s. Sort of. It says dress 80s. Because you took me to the Bridgerton one, which... Which was, was lit. It was awesome. The only thing I joined about that was the dancing. Oh, I could have danced on that ballroom floor yep. for hours. But then I we wouldn't have gotten any of the it. photos done, which we needed. And no, we didn't. We I did. could have continued to dance. I've got a whole album dedicated to it. Yeah, Okay. Well, I'm glad you but yeah, feel that way. I got way. to feel it was like your I was day. part of Bridgerton for two hours, and Chelsea hates me for it. But we digress. Are you hearing this? Stranger Things experience is what she tells me. Where's your costume, she asks me. I didn't me. say, where's your costume? And I said, I have say, you got an outfit prepared? And yes. I say, absolutely not. I will be wearing jeans and a t-shirt, and you will have to live with that. I will... I have a Hellfire shirt. Oh. Wait, no. I don't know if you'd fit in it, because I'm more baby than you. I will wear it baggy, then. No. You're more booby than me? I don't think that's true. I bought a strapless bra the other day. Oh my god, it doesn't work. There's no uplift. Anyway, we're getting distracted. There's different Can I get to my point for this experience? You disappeared on a tangent. I don't like haunted houses and horror things. If there's been any questions throughout this entire podcast series how I feel (laughs) and how Daisy feels in (laughs) contrast, Daisy is obsessed with horror. So I find out that this thing that I'm going to, Stranger Things, which I enjoyed as a series watching it at home, when they they say experience, apparently they're just going to fuck with your mind for 45 minutes because not only did she buy tickets, she bought a premium experience. I bought the VIP tickets, which means we get $40 worth of merch as well. You're welcome. You get free Stranger Things merch. <laughs> I will be giving it to you, so it really doesn't no, matter. No, you get your own stuff. You love Stranger Things. Anyway, so 45 minutes. I don't minutes, love Stranger Things. I'd like this to point way. out. There's 45 minutes where Now you I'm going to hate it. You, you know pre- that, right? You're going to ruin a it, show. I'm telling you right now, it's, I Chelsea, liked. it's like five minutes where you have a friggin' Demogorgon coming at you, oh, and the other no. 40 minutes is you in the lab pretending to solve I puzzles to not, save them from Stranger Things. I hope it's not realistic. I'm, I really don't... It's like don't, a 3D experience. Like when you put on, like, 3D glasses, oh I will be right next to you. You just told me that you might get split up into separate groups. I told you they like have... Like in the series. No, they have I'm going to be the bitch that gets sucked into the pool in the first five minutes <laughs> and then never to be seen again. You're not Barb. What I'm trying to say is when they split you into groups, it's like intellect is the blue team and this is the red team, this is the yellow team. Mm. Who can solve it faster? Who can save us in the lab? It's that kind of thing. It's not like we're going to take the red team away because they suck and we're going to put them in a pool until the Demogorgons come. It's not like that. You will be You don't know what it's like. You haven't been there. I know I haven't been, but you're being so dramatic. You act like they're going to take you away and put a zombie on your arm. I'm not interested. For the record, (laughs) your honor... Have this as an exhibit A. In a couple hours when I, we're at Stranger Things, Chelsea's I'm not, not happy. Interested. No thank you. No more. No bueno. Never again, Your Honor, will I be attending one of these experiences. Experiences in these big bunny ear quotes. Because I am not into it. Okay. So now that we've digressed so I far see away if I can get from a the office, on your birthday gift. <laughs> It's your birthday gift. It's your birthday gift times two, apparently, if you've bought me one of those. I'm oh, just no, not. No. I was going to get the Mac thing. We're getting distracted again. Back to the office. Yes. Thank you. So don't talk about these experiences. I didn't do anything. I said they had an office experience at a mall. They're not even doing a full, like, fever app exclusive experience. Like, it's not Bridgerton or Stranger Things. It's literally, we built the office. You can have that weird pot that has everything spilling out, remember? You hold that and, and you take a picture with it like, ah, you're going to spill it and stuff like that. Just to recreate stuff. You don't turn around and for have it be anywhere Instagram near. As, it, yes, that's exactly what it's for. It is not like Bridgerton or Stranger Things. It's way more immersive. 
than The Office. Yeah. Way more immersive in a horror movie. That's what I wanted. Okay. You know what? If they do Brianna Demogorgon, I might just leave you there. Yeah. I'll just drive myself home in your car. That's all right. This may be the last podcast because Death by Demogorgon is... Demogorgon? Demogorgon. Demogorgon. Yeah. That thing. That's, That's how I go. Okay, so... I read an article. Don't they look like the plants in Jumanji? I'm not talking to you anymore. Pamela Rutledge, director of the Media Psychology <laughs> Research Center, has said that one of the reasons why The Office is so popular is that multiple psychological access points and emotional, I believe I wrote hooks there, but I'm not sure, uh, to enter the world indicates that people can identify with all sorts of situations in the context of office environments uh, and office politics and interpersonal relationships. So it is a huge connection point for so many people who have ever worked in an office, which you have not ever worked in an office. I work in an office every day. What are you, you talking about? You do not work in an office. My whole life's an office. It's a classroom office. <laughs> a classroom is not an office. They're you different. You know what's weird? As you were saying that, all I could hear, you know that song, Everybody Hurts? All I was hearing, Everybody Works. <laughs> because Everybody that's exactly what it is. sometimes. <laughs> I just switched out the lyric and I was like, this is exactly what you're telling me. Yeah. So, and so people are able to, to, Think about what they've experienced, even if it's a negative emotion, having the comedy layered on top makes it... Here, getting to that point. So she also wrote that because of the humor infused in these highly relatable situations, watching The Office actually alleviates the biochemical responses to what would otherwise be office-based anxieties and anxiety-inducing situations that they have encountered at their office. Um, I can't read my own writing. Uh, Oh, and thus, this has an impact on improving one's mental health which makes one come back to the series over and over again because it continues to do that. And as a situational comedy, these situations do matter. They are eerily accurate because they are written from the per- perspective of people who have been in office environments. They are very clear reiterations of what is funny in the everyday world by accentuating that and building detail around it. And so that is all I wrote on my piece of junk mail. Please tell me that you think The Office is at least okay like I, I i think it's again it's not my favorite series by any means but i do think it's a great series in terms of writing in terms of development there's a reason why it was so popular i think that the office for me i get the same out of the offices like i kind of do out of parks and rec i like parks and rec a little more just because there are certain characters i like i like more but it feels i don't even know how to describe it other than forced i don't even know like, it, it's not even, like, the situation. It's like, yuck, 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 That kind of thing? It feels, for me, when I'm watching it... Forced gags, forced moments? Yeah. Is it because it's a documentary? I don't know. I, it could be. It, it. Does Modern Family have the same feeling to you? No, that's the weird thing. Modern Family, to me, just feels, like, fun. It, it seems like they're interviewing them after they've had a crazy day at, at work, ironically, when you watch Modern Family. When you watch The Office, though, I'm sitting there... And I'll enjoy, like, the odd bit in it, but the show itself, for me, feels mediocre on a whole. That's why I don't like it as much. There are certain things I love about it. I love John Krasinski, as it is. The first thing that made me love John Krasinski was him being Jim in The Office. I think he is amazing, and I think he's the only sane person there. What about Pam? You don't think Pam's sane? Pam is sane. They're the only two normals in a sea of crazies. Yeah. 
They're they're all nuts. They're all freaking crazy. But I mean, he feeds into it as well. Like yeah, he he, he, makes he actively work. is making them cra- like yeah. he he is the villain. And he's standing he, back he's and the, laughing. He's the hidden villain, is what yeah. we've established because there he is, should be running things while the crazy people. Before we go too far away, shouldn't you, be allowed near computers. We were just talking about the fact that it is a filmed series, like like it's a mockumentary type of series where they are filming. What would you call them? Like headshots or, or like um. It's like breaking the heads. fourth wall. Talking, yeah, breaking the fourth wall, talking head um, moments where they ask them about things that are going on in the office while also showing the actual events of what's going on in the office. Yeah. So there is a, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but there is um, a particular episode where Steve Carell, who's one of the main characters, spoiler alert before I say it, he is leaving the series, uh, but in, in the events of the show, he's actually leaving the office permanently. Um, and he's at the airport and people have come to say goodbye to him and he's he's removing his lapel mic and that kind of thing, getting unwired, passing everything back. But you can still hear him just for a split second and one of the last things he says to the camera guy is, um, maybe the, maybe it's not the last thing, but it's close to the last thing. He says, oh, let me know when this airs and then walks off, which after like years and years of this series, you kind of forget that they are filming this. But you never know why. I, you know what? I haven't actually watched the finale, which I know is, is like a terrible thing. And I know some people will judge me, but I do kind of know what happens because it got I can't remember the finale, me. but I do remember that they do specify, I think. Anyway, long story short. Why they're short, filming it. I th- oh, they do tell you. I think they do because I think Pam is the last person that says anything. Because okay. I think Pam is being asked a certain question. She answers the question and says something that makes you think... Anyway, that's what it's about. For, I think for it's the, Pam. I'm not sure. It's been a while since I've seen it. Obviously, enough so so that I don't know. You you don't know why they're filming, and uh, and it's just kind of funny because you kind of forget that's the aspect of it because it, this is one of the first shows that did that as well. This is before Modern Family, before Parks and Rec, before any of those. It it was really uh, before the other workplace sitcoms yeah, that we discussed it, here. It, it did the revamp that kind of became the mark of a lot of shows. Yeah, because you had a wave of them come in after. Oh yeah, because they were the so popular. They were hugely popular, and people were enjoying. Them. And they do Abbott Elementary is still doing that. Like yeah. Abbott Elementary is one of the newer shows. They're doing it on there. network as well. They're not doing streaming. It's yeah, network yeah. TV as well, which I think, yeah, I think that's that, a big part of that. That for too. me, I think, feels more authentic. Like putting a VHS tape in, like it feels retro now to the yeah. Gen Zers. Network when TV. Network TV does because the amount of people who are like, oh, do you watch such and such on Netflix? I'm like, no, I'm watching this on CTV, and they're like, what the hell's that? And I'm like, you know, that thing that used to be on a TV before you had Netflix set up for as soon as you went home. Yeah, I, d- I don't. I That's don't feed network. into this. I don't feed into this. I own all the DVDs of everything. Oh, so and what? for that, I am very old. That's school. why I'm devastated about Bridgerton. I would buy every single season. But, I'd buy anything that they'd put out if they put it out. But, <laughs> but I would definitely stream if I could. I I will always pick streaming over um, physical copies. Yeah, because well, one, it's guaranteed not to skip. I, I, do you know how many DVDs my problem, I, I take care my of my DVDs is, and I have to I'm, replace them. I'm a, I'm a person fact. who I like a book instead of a Kindle. I'm one of those people. I like having like a tangible That's a thing. lot of people. That's more than you think. There's quite a few people who prefer but the physical. No, I mean book. like I like having I'm a included. tangible thing. Like that's I think why I like the DVDs over the streaming. I also love the special features though. You know I'm a sucker for the special features. You've actually spoke about it before. I like the gag reels. I like the Can bloopers. you take a breath? My god, I could only process like three of your <laughs> thoughts then. Say There's it again. so many. 
Say it again. I like tangible things. Like, I like books instead of the Kindle. I like DVDs instead of streaming. Like, I like having it in front of me. I like having the special features, the gag reels, the bloopers. You know, you the can get those making as well. ofs, all that. Yeah, but they release them on like YouTube now, and they do it on no, streaming platforms. Like streaming this is like special. Yeah, like, it's not the same. <laughs> when I have to go through and figure out, geez, based on this title, is this going to be a boring thing about sound, or is it going to be something really fun? Like I want, I go. You know, you get that with the DVD as well. Like if they don't. No, some of the DVDs they leave you guessing. You know, when they when they have a thing. Like the other day, me and mom were watching Ghost Whisperer. Because I bought the whole series on DVD. <laughs> and it was um, Clairvoyance in Ghost Whisperer. And it could have easily been a thing like making of Ghost Whisperer. Or it could have been something like actual Clairvoyance talking about Ghost Whisperer. And what do you know? It was the latter. You had actual Clairvoyance talking about how they'd help produce the show, help oh inspire God. certain events. Is anyway, that a workplace sitcom? The Ghost Whisperer? That is not a sitcom at all. What is wrong is it, with is you? Is it a workplace What is wrong drama? with you? <laughs> it's a workplace drama like Grey's Anatomy. She's a ghost whisperer. That's her eh. job. Um, but yeah, for me, the two like standout things for me was I loved Jim and I hated Dwight. What was that series that Candace Berg Bergman was in? Full House? No. Oh, oh no, wait, no, Candace. No, Candace. Oh, for Murphy Brown. Murphy Brown. That's a workplace sitcom. Yeah. You could have talked about that. You just want I mean, to talk about to go everything back other a few than years. what we agreed on. Okay. You'd have to go back a few years. I don't think you, you were. You definitely haven't seen that. Yeah, I, I saw have. it. You saw that? Yeah. Remember what we said about network? They got retro stations up at the house. <laughs> okay. All right. So I, get, I get like Mary Tyler Moore. I get Murphy Brown. Mary Tyler Moore. There's another one that comes on. I can't remember I the name. I love but... Mary Tyler Moore. Anyway, uh, for me, it was always hard for me to watch it because of how much I hated Dwight. Like... He's he's awful, but I hate. Have him you ever worked so in an much. office with an awful person that you have to work with, whether you like them or not? Mm -mm. That's Dwight. But yeah, I I always I actually enjoyed more than anything else when Jim would play tricks on him. Like that for me was some of the funniest stuff they ever did. Like, for example, when he comes in, I know. when it, he it's only okay when he comes in and the whole desk is wrapped. No, when he comes oh, into work. And he's acting exactly like him. Like, he's got his hair combed a certain way. He, and he opens his suitcase exactly like yeah. Dwight. And he puts it all out. And he goes... He says, ba ba and, he, um, and it's like, I know what you're doing. And Battle, he, Battle Galact Battlestar Galactica. What does he say? Yeah, oh like, he's God. talking to him about it. And what he, is the line? But it always... Beat... Beat... beat beetle... Oh. No, he, he says beets. Like beets. Like the vegetable, because he has a beet farm. Beets something... It's all bees. Beets them and Battlestar Galactica. Oh, my God. I know someone out there is just yelling. Okay. Can you what get past this? the What's fact the of this? But he turns around, he does all of that, and he, and then I love more than anything when Dwight goes, I know what you're doing, and it's like, does he? Does he really know what I'm doing? And he proceeds to not know what he's doing at all. He doesn't realize that he's making fun of him. And all those little pranks, I think, were very fun. But I don't, I'm also the person that when I watch Seinfeld, I always like his, like, two seconds of Bears. Yeah. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. That's, okay. that's the line that he says yeah. to him. Yes. Um, but I I loved those little things. I also loved uh, Jim and Pam. I don't care about spoilers. Jim and Pam, John Krasinski, and Jenna Fisher. Yes. They're in love basically from day one. She doesn't realize it because she's got a boyfriend or whatever at the time. Beyonce, I believe. Whatever. He doesn't last because they get together. Roy? Roy? I don't I remember. His, his right. name could be Ricky, for all he I know. He also works at the office. He works in the warehouse, though. Um, but they get together. I like them. I even like Angela and Dwight later. 
Oh, what do you mean later? No, Angela and Dwight start early in the series. There's hints of it early. No, oh, no, it's it. There's more than a hint. <laughs> there's a significant chunk, and it, and and it just is, drags. This is something and you're completely like, what separate. What is going on here? This is something completely separate. B.J. Novak and Mindy oh. Kaling straight up fell in love during the show, and I know that they dated for a while and they broke up, and they've since said that it was a very toxic relationship, and now they're like best friends instead. I don't give a shit. They're gonna get married in 20 years when people finally leave them alone and stop asking if he's the father of her kids, and they're gonna finally be a couple, and they're gonna stop this whole friendship bullshit that they keep doing. They're each other's dates for every red carpet. Like when Harry met Sally! Yeah, they're their own when Harry met Sally. And on that note, let's, let's wrap her up. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> that was all That's I really wanted to say. That's a full circle moment. Love Jim, hate Dwight, like Pam and Jim together. I don't mind Angela and Dwight. I it's a weird relationship, but I'm supportive of it. Like I said, it felt over the top at times. I do think that it's a decent show. It's just I'm, not I'm for lying. me. I was supportive of it. I, I, I said that I was. I do think it's a good show. I, I just don't think it's for me. And this little thing is, you remember when you were watching The Office and Mom was in the room, and I was kind of watching it. I was doing I my homework at the time. You'll remember it as soon as I start talking about this story. Do you okay. remember the episode where Ed Helms, the gun goes off near his ear, and he proceeds to stand up and, and walk with a limp. He starts to limp, yeah. Mom laughs her ass off every time she sees it. And it makes me laugh watching her laugh. Because there's so many times where I get laughter from moments where Mom's laughing at something. And it's something that's it's not, so you out of the blue. You wouldn't have laughed at that moment as hard if, if our mother wasn't, wasn't so in hysterics. tickled by it. Yeah. It's, it's like, um, there was a movie. And, with, and yes, you're right. That moment is linked to my mind. If I see that, you think of Mom. I will think of my mother because laughing she, she her ass Because she cracked up. Because it is I've funny. I've never seen her laugh so hard. It is so funny, hard. but she, like, cried. She was laughing so hard. You know so why, hard. right? You know why. Like, that's a, that is a classic behavior of our father. Yes. Where, like, something would happen... Where he would get hurt, he'd hurt but, his finger, and all he'd of a sudden he's to walking with a limp. But he'd start to limp. That he'd is... have something in his eye, and all of a sudden his ear was hurting him. Like there's no connection, but yeah. there's something wrong somewhere. We just yeah. haven't diagnosed where. And and that and my mom has experienced that so much. So I think she was seeing dad as Ed Helms for a yeah. moment there. The, the, it was just one of those she couldn't believe that that something as was happening. Well, that's the that beauty of the office. That's reflective of yeah, her life. Yeah, that's the yeah. beauty of the office. It is reflective of your life and um, adds comedy to it. So yeah. instead of being pissed off like she would normally be with our father, like, what the fuck have you done now? <laughs> it was more of, and, and why are you limping when it's not related to you <laughs> to that at all? She she saw the comedy in something that was reflected in real life. Which brings us again right okay. back to what I was telling you. I, well, I was trying to get to what I was... Remind uh, me to throw trying. out my junk mail, please. Throw out your junk mail, Chess. <laughs> yeah, remind me again after, after um, we're done here. But that, uh, I always thought was funny. And the same thing happens with other things. Like, um, what I was trying to tell you about was... There was a movie with Zach Galifianakis and Owen Wilson, I think. Yeah, it was Owen Wilson. And they're supposed oh. to be brothers or some shit. And Amy Poehler plays a terrible woman in it. And one of the funniest things that ever happened for me... You weren't even home for this. She's talking about how their father... Been home for Their decades. father... <laughs> their, God, how old do you think you are? Um, how their father is with a young woman and he's, like, about to pop his clogs. And she said something about boning... And oh, it is yes. so funny because mom sat there she and mom hear heard it. phone. And I said, that's not what she said, Phoning. mom. Take it back. Phoning. Hold on. And she took she it back once. She, she mortified you. Hold on. I was home for this. Actually. She rewound it once 
And she, and she played it again. She goes, I keep hearing phone. I said, it's yeah. not phone, Mom. It's not phone. And she took it back again. She did it like four or five times before. She just paused it. She says, what does she say? And I said, I don't want to tell you. <laughs> you were so embarrassed. I, I was like, what, 15 or some shit? You're like, and I don't she, want to say the word boning to my mother. Yeah. And she's like, what? It, seriously, I, I, I won't be mad. Is she we swearing? Are, we no, are she's very, not swearing. I swear very... she's not swearing. What is she saying then? She's saying boning, Mom, okay? She's saying boning. And then she was like, oh, God. And then we, she started laughing. We are very. Because I was so yeah. mortified. It was called Are You Here, by the way, the, yes. the movie. Yes. Um, we are very different sisters because I... You feed off of saying I stuff. I give to absolutely zero fucks about who I'm watching inappropriate material with. I will put something I on. I don't either. And I'm not bothered. I, I like, I'm, I'm more conscious of children. Like, I will, like, they shouldn't You're not going to put Fifty Shades on when the five-year-old's yeah, over. Yeah, they shouldn't see this. So, like, I'm not <laughs> stupid. I'm not going to, to do something like that. But at the same time... If there's an adult in the room, you're like, they've seen this I shit. Don't, yeah, like, my grandparents, my parents, I am, have no embarrassment level yeah. in regards to that. My mother Mom does. does. Mom my mother definitely is so does. horrified. She won't let us watch Game of Thrones with with her father because in the of room. granddad. Because she doesn't want them to. She's oh my god. The first boobs the first and sex the and they first swear season and, is just oh a god. sex show with dragons flying around. So, but that's just yeah. the first season. I was like, if we get through the first season and he remembers the first season, we can go on to the next one. <laughs> And we don't have to worry. He remembers that we watched it. He, yeah. didn't, he didn't choose to forget Chelsea, this. One of, the, one of the most ridiculous things is Big Bang Theory. He watches it every freaking day and he goes, I haven't seen this one. And I'm like, you watched it six months ago. Well, like, he, I just lose it. Well, he doesn't care what happened six months ago. No, but he's, he's adamant he's not seen yesterday? it. I have arguments about whether or not he's seen it. And I've got the yeah. disc that he watched. Stop That's arguing. That's why it's difficult. You're arguing over the wrong thing. Anyway, so long story short, we love our workplace sitcoms. You love When Harry Met Sally and Cheers and feel like that's what this episode <laughs> should have been about. I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine, now, The Mindy Project, clear, and I feel mediocre about The Office. So I will say that you twisted me on this one. Yay! Enough that I'm oh willing to rewatch God. it. I'm is willing to rewatch first? it. Is this a first? No. E.T. was the first. Oh my god. I've yet to rewatch E.T. though, just as a it spoiler. Count. Oh my god. I you heard it here first. Willing first, to rewatch it. Oh that my hasn't gosh. changed my opinion. Like I'm willing to rewatch it. That okay. is basically well, the closest you'll get to were. it. We're I will admit you're right because I'm willing to rewatch it. That's like my sign. Okay. That's my seal of willingness to be twisted. I'm, I'm willing to watch it. I think it. we've officially hit the end of the Midol period because I'm, I'm well, losing... Well, you're not popping them like breath mints. It's not Tic Tacs. Yeah. But that that's the end of our podcast for this week. I hope you feel the need to watch some workplace sitcoms after this, whether that be Cheers, which we didn't discuss, <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Mindy Project, say. or The Office. Cheers is not my favorite workplace sitcom. Just you wouldn't know based on how you behaved okay. for the... <laughs> what, 40 minutes to an hour that we did this? Bye, everyone. Bye.